Sabrina. And I'm Savannah. And we are your ghost hosts. This week, we're talking about the origin of Halloween costumes. Holy shit. Let's Let's do this. Let's get in. (laughs) From gods and spirit-like disguises to Disney princesses, where do costumes come from? And how much of the past has influenced costume wearing today? Let's dive in. Okay, before we dive in, <laughs> Hold Savannah. <on. laughs> you just did a little tease there. It's fine. Yes, I did. Um, before we kind of get into the the meat, the nitty gritty of it, um, <laughs> Savannah and I just want to thank everybody who listened to our first episode. We received such an outpouring of love from friends and family members, and it was just awesome to see. So if you've liked our Instagram, if you listened to our first episode, if you're back for round two, thank you so much. We are seriously so grateful for you guys. Thank you so much. Absolutely. Um, so also Savannah, would you like to mention how this is episode two, part two (laughs) without even a first part of the second episode? Absolutely. So yesterday we tried to record this podcast in which I was going to take Sabrina's role of the storytelling. And I have discovered I'm not a storyteller. I am the (laughs) comedic relief of the spooky, scary stuff. So I'm very happy that I have Sabrina to be able to fill that role for me and for you guys. Not only was it like, um, Savannah felt like she was bad at storytelling. I felt like I was bad at trying to be funny. You're like so Savannah, funny. I'm, I'm really not though. You Whenever are. it comes down to it and there's pressure to be funny, it's not for me. I cannot <laughs> do it. Savannah was, you know, going, telling her stories about costumes. And then I'm just like, oh yeah. And then I just like, wouldn't finish my sentence. And I'm like, I can't do this. This is not for me. And so then, we found our strengths. No, I was not. I don't know. I kept trying to add little blips in with the storytelling. I was like, I'm talking way too much. This is too much pressure. I just couldn't do it. I'm glad that I found the yin to my yang. Yes, absolutely. Moral of story is um, we found our strengths. We realized our weaknesses and we're back, baby. Back and better than ever now. So let's, let's get into it. Savannah, I feel like we really can't do this episode without first mentioning the iconic the show-stopping, Goosebumps book and episode, The Haunted Mask. Is this an episode that you watch or like a one of the books that you read from Goosebumps? No, I've never actually heard of the story. I know that Goosebumps is iconic for other little stories, but I kept thinking about Jim Carrey's The Mask. <laughs> oh. And I thought, wow, this is like a really monotone version of that with the kids. So you're going to have to explain it to me and or watch it because you get an honorable mention. Your name's in there. I do. Oh, my gosh. Yes. So the main girl, Beth Ann, and she's like, Sabrina. Sabrina's her best friend. And honestly, Beth Ann, she's a little whiny. I'm not going to lie. <laughs> if you, I don't know how it is in the book, but in the episode, I'm just like, girl, calm down. Okay. They're trying to scare you in a pumpkin patch. It's all good. But um, she wants to be the scariest person ever for Halloween because she always gets scared. So she buys this really scary mask. And you're right. I didn't even think about the correlation of the mask with Jim Carrey, but it's so they're like the one in the same because the mask eventually gets stuck to her face and 
she becomes one with the mask, just like Jim Carrey. Wow. This is a whole new realization for me. I did not realize this was happening. I wonder who. who. Yeah. Who inspired who? Ooh, Jinx. Who inspired who? (laughs) I gotta know. When did you look up Jim Carrey? I'll look up the haunted mask. Okay. That's fun. That's a little sound (laughs) clip for the episode. Okay. Um, 1994. Oh, Goosebumps, 1993. Ooh. Oh, my goodness. Now we know. This director, Chuck Russell, he really ripped off some 12 year olds. (laughs) (laughs) Well, he technically ripped off R.L. Stein, but yes, 12 year olds. (laughs) We'll stick with that one. Damn it, Beth Ann. So I'm curious, Savannah, what was your favorite Halloween costume that you dressed as as a kid? Favorite as a kid? I was pretty lame. I don't think I had any really cool costumes. I know in our first take in this, I did tell you my first costume was Barney. That's great. That's not lame at all. That is just amazing. (laughs) And then we did figure out all the names of the Teletubbies and I was Twinkie Winky, the purple one. Yes. I don't know. I was also a Teletubby as a kid, as a baby, I should say, because I don't think as a kid, anybody chooses to be a Teletubby. Wait a minute. Whoa. Are you just (laughs) shaming Teletubby King? No, I'm just saying that my mom forced me in this costume (laughs) (laughs) as a Teletubby. I don't know which one I was. I don't have any pictures right here in front of my face to um, tell you guys, but I want to be just like Savannah. So I was Twinkie Winky too. <laughs> I, I feel like you'd be a Poe. Oh, which one was Poe? The red one, right? I don't know. <laughs> I don't remember the last time I watched that. I was like, I don't four. think you're a Dipsy or a Lala. You, you're a Poe for sure. Okay. I'll stick with Poe and we got Twinkie Winky. We got Poe. We need two more. Um, <laughs> If you want to be part of our Teletubby gang, hit us up. Let us know. <laughs> it's a semi-formal Teletubby gang. It is. It is a semi-formal Teletubby gang. We are Teletubbies on the top, super cash on the bottom. <laughs> Just pure jeans. <laughs> if you didn't watch our first episode or if you didn't listen to our first episode, you got to go back and listen to that to get that inside joke. So last episode or not last episode, but our first take of this, you mentioned something that I just have to bring back for this recording. Mm. Your costumes at halt. I can't say it. You can't say it. Okay. Your costumes at a certain specified unspecified theme park you worked at that is in Southern Indiana region. I'm pretty sure when I was 15, when I worked there, I signed an NDA clause. So I'm not exactly sure if I can mention where it was, but if you are from (laughs) 13, (laughs) you're part of Southern Indiana, then you know what this amusement park is, but I'm not going to mention it, but there are, you know, if you know, you know, um, and if you know me, you know, I have some horror stories working at this one, especially working as the, um, spooky character in Spo. She's not very spooky. But I barely made the cut to be, um, what what would be a good name for her? A different one. Not what she um, is. I don't know her real name. The, um, <laughs> the, the spooky pussy. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's the first thing that came to my mind. <laughs> the haunted pussy. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> as my as you're so funny. As my work as the haunted pussy, I barely made the cut because I wasn't tall enough to beat her. I was so sorry. <laughs> 
and just um that's her new official name <laughs> it was quite hot in the haunted pussy let me tell you working in it in 120 degree heat it was very hard i believe it i believe it. i don't need to see it i just i believe it oh my gosh well um what are you going as this year <laughs> for halloween because i know it's not that are you sure i can't bring her back <laughs> you could um, try it might be a trademark issue <laughs> we've created our own character at this point it's fine i'm trying to get engaged to dress up as shigo from kim yes. possible and maybe kim possible but he mentioned wanting to be ron stoppable and i just think that's unacceptable he has to be shigo i know because once you hit couples costumes you're either hot or not and i don't want to be the couple that's not hot so we're <laughs> gonna have to go with something sexy this year I was just thinking, I do want to be the couple that's not hot because I want to be just, I want people to laugh at us. Like, <laughs> What are you guys going as this year? Oh man, we have a couple of different uh, costumes on the table. I have a whole Pinterest board full of costumes that I want Zach and I to do. This is but how prepared we are for Halloween. Yes. We have boards ready for yes. your costumes. We've been planning, planning this for years. Planning years ahead. Yeah, absolutely. So one of our ideas is wacky, waveable, inflatable tube men. Um, which <laughs> we've been trying, we've been talking about for years, but it's the logistics are hard because you have to think we're at the age where we're going to be going out to the bars on Halloween. And also it's going to be really hard to go out to the bars on Halloween dressed as a wacky, waveable, inflatable tube man. Not with that so. attitude. I oh, well, okay. <laughs> <laughs> you can do it. What sound does a wackable inflatable man make? It's the sound of flapping in the wind. <laughs> And then we have a demonstration. (laughs) Something like that. I Um, feel like you're going to have to train Zach on how to be an authentic, wacky, inflatable. We practice. We practice. Yeah. There's uh, in the past, we have definitely practiced being our best wacky, waveable, inflatable tube men. Um, It's embarrassing, but it's part of our relationship at this point. So (laughs) I feel like we're going to have to closer to Halloween, have a demonstration of arm movements, sounds, (laughs) and (laughs) ways to bend and contortion your body to be, you know, acceptable among the other wacky inflatable tube men. We will post a whole instructional video (laughs) for those who want to copy our costume and go as it next year. (laughs) Well, Savannah, are you ready to get into it? Maybe if I don't drop my microphone next time. Yes, I'm ready. (laughs) Okay, good. (laughs) The sighting of the first costumes, according to historians, was over 2000 years ago. The Celtic Pagan Festival of Samhain was an event that marked the summer's end and the beginning of winter. And winter at that time was often associated with death. In modern times, this would be like when we have our daylight savings time because everybody hates it and we all just want to die. <laughs> I hate that you said that. I love it when it gets more dark outside. Today on what? August 16th is the last day the sun will set after 8 30. Don't tell me that. And I'm celebrating <laughs> so hard. I'm no, so I'm, I'm also- looking outside and I'm like, it's kind of still light outside. And it makes me happy because I'm like, ooh, I get to stay up later. This makes me so sad. I also want to mention that I completely butchered how to say Sawin because I kept saying Sam Han. I look it up because I was like, I know we're not saying it right. So it's Sawin is how you say it. Okay. Yes. I got you. Yeah. 
Well, the Celts believed that the new year began on November 1st, and the night before that, October 31st, the lines between the living world and the dead became blurred. Mm -hmm. So they would dress in costumes, trying to convey themselves as one of the spirits and light bonfires to ward them off. They did this because these spirits would cause trouble mischief and damage their crops mischief <laughs> mischief mischief it's not mischief <laughs> i feel like you can say it mischief or mischief it's like one of those words no this is the exact kind of mischief that the spirits were making up they were like we're completely gonna throw off some <laughs> zillennials grammar it's not mischief <laughs> that's so true they were they were just going into dictionaries and writing different ways to pronounce words were dictionaries a thing back 2000 years ago absolutely not but we can pretend (laughs) also could you imagine steve down the hut just like you know what we should do impersonate a spirit yes Well, yeah, because some individuals who were disguised in costumes would even take it a step further and play pranks on villagers whenever they were dressed in these spirit costumes and then blame it on the spirits, which is just a bitch move. Yes, absolutely. Nobody is held accountable for their actions back then. Apparently they said, oh, let me just dress as this cute little ghost. I'll go pull someone's pants down and then I'll I'll go pants somebody and then I'll blame it on somebody else. Somebody that's not even living so they can't get any consequences. It's rude. This is another ripoff of the purge. I'm sure it's like you can't be blamed for your actions and you're going to go wear a mask. So now instead you've got these people impersonating like your great, great, great grandma. And then it's like, damn, grandma, Nancy, why are you pantsing me? This is you <laughs> taking you my fur coat me? off my pants. Were they wearing fur coats back then? <laughs> probably they were probably using fur that they got from animals not like extravagant fur coats but another way that costumes were used during this festival were by celtic priests who were also known as druids they believed that the presence of otherworldly beings (laughs) i completely butchered druids (laughs) are you you sure they're not druids like dudes (laughs) they're not (laughs) they're not that either dude druids (laughs) okay also known as druids They believe that the presence of otherworldly beings made it easier to make predictions about the future. So these druids would build huge bonfires and dress in costumes while telling each other their fortunes. Typically, these costumes consisted of animal heads and skin. And I hope that by skin they meant fur. (laughs) I hope so badly. They just decided to skin a deer and they were like, Nah, we're gonna buzz the fur off. <laughs> I just want we'll ditch the fur. We'll take the skin. And it doesn't animal heads and skin, not animal skin. So it's just a vague <laughs> thing of skin. Just taking other people's skin, <laughs> animal heads, and then they go take somebody else's skin, and then they make a costume out of it. How beautiful! How creative! See, that's just druid behavior. It's just druid. Those mad druids. So this is where Christians step in my dudes in 1000 ad the christian church declared november 1st as all souls day it was a day made to honor the dead and during this day people would dress up in costumes typically like angels or saints 
and sometimes even devils, which is just shocking to me. I'm I know. shocked. I mean, you're already kind of going to persecute yourself if you're going to dress up as a devil. I don't <laughs> feel like that was the move. I don't feel like that was the way to go back then. But you know what? Respect. Respect. They were having fun. All Saints Day was also called All Hallows. And the night before that became All Hallows Eve. Hence, Halloween. What? Oh my goodness. That makes so much sense. It makes, it's all clicking. Mm -hmm. So this is where the start of Halloween costumes are thought to come from, according to historians. But how did American culture influence these costumes in recent years? How did they? I'll tell you, Savannah. I will. I'll (laughs) get into it. Irish and Scottish immigrants began arriving in the United States around the 18th century. Not only did this bring a more diverse population to America, but many cultural influences followed as well. Halloween was quickly accepted among the American population. According to fashion historian and director of New York University's Costume Studies MA program, Nancy Deal said, people in rural America really embraced the pagan roots and the idea of it as a dark occasion centered around death. They wore scary, frightening get-ups, which were made at home with whatever they could get their hands on. Sheets, makeup, improvised masks skins skins the whole point of dressing up was to be completely in disguise i actually love this quote whenever she talks about you know whatever they could get their hands on at home because i actually had a conversation with my grandma today where she was telling me stories about um halloween from her childhood and that they would just take whatever they could around their house and make it into costumes and guess what she said the most common costume was skins no surprisingly a mummy was it a mummy um it was not a mummy she said and i know i don't know if this is now considered a derogatory term but hobos is that considered derogatory i don't know if if it is we don't mean it that way yes we apologize if it if it is meant in a harmful light but that's what she said that they would most likely dress as which i thought was yeah i could see that you know putting together dad's dad's old beat up jacket <laughs> mom's mom's jeans <laughs> and grandma's skin grandma's skin Sorry. i'll get off the skin topic savannah has a new obsession it's skin <laughs> it's human skin people well by the 1920 things really took off and people were starting to prepare their costumes as early as august so if you're hearing this we're doing this right preparing, now yeah if you're not preparing your costume right now get on it you're already late people in the 1920s were preparing in august you should too as marketing became more and more prevalent in our society halloween and our costumes became more commercialized costumes were less about warding off spirits or blending in as one of them and more about dressing up in relation to pop culture references so savannah Mm. let's take a trip down costume history lane and look at all the halloween get-ups throughout the ages i made a sound effect for going back in time we're already there I thought that was a ghost sound effect. Sorry. Works both ways. Spooky and back in time. Time travel. Spooky time travels. If we develop time travel, and it doesn't sound exactly like that. I'm going to be really mad. I'm going to be so mad if that's not the little sound effect that goes on the time machine but exactly my voice yes it has to Mm be it's yes it's very similar to how elevator music works but savannah's voice Mm -hmm. i love it so savannah as we're going through these we're rating them by decade um but i want you to tell me if this is something you think people would wear today me personally Um, or just the general public you personally do you think that people would wear this today 
okay. the general public. I understand my assignment now. <clears throat> yes. <clears throat> and we're going to, we have pictures in front of us. So we are going to try our best to explain these pictures to you all as we're going through them. So the 1910s rags, witch. <laughs> Halloween costumes were supposed to be more on the spooky side and made with items from the home. So Savannah, this picture looks like a gaggle of witches. Because <laughs> gaggle's the term for everything. Clowns, geese, witches. Yes, witches. A numerous amount of ladies, all wearing pointy hats that make maybe look like they were made out of newspaper and all wearing black dresses that looked like they were sewn together. In all fairness, this is a black and white photo, so we're not exactly for sure. <laughs> they could have been red dresses. They could have been. Their eyes are kind of blurred out. That's a little creepy. It is. It is. I, poor college student, you know, having that background, <laughs> I think I would be a rags witch. I would at least try to go to Michael's and throw some stuff together, you know? Are we rating these like best decade or are we just doing like a number from one to ten we are gonna do a yes or no on whether you think that people would wear them today yes okay yes i do think that people would put on rags i agree (laughs) i think i think people would dress i think you have a great point of a poor college student who has struggling to make a halloween costume so they put together all the rags and they make a witch costume. Rag witch. All right, moving on to the 1920s. The theme was not to dress up as a particular animal, but more of an animal-like costume. Think of black cats, ghouls, witches, or even the moon. How would you dress up like the moon back in the 1920s? (laughs) Cardboard? (laughs) I don't know. I think that that would be it. Cardboard and paint. Do they do they have cardboard? And I'm also thinking there are some know. flat earthers that think that maybe the moon was flat too. So did they just go around with like a plate? They were like, a plate. Moon. yes, everybody thought the moon was flat and this, they were dressing up as a flat moon. Yeah. This picture kind of reminds me of an offbeat Broadway cats costume. Yes. Um, yes even the perfect pose where the paws are like right (laughs) up on the chest I would say yes people are still wearing cats costumes and cats musical costumes so yes I would say people would wear stuff like this or ghouls or witches or even sexy cats thank you 1920s for inspiring the sexy cat yes Um, I wouldn't consider the picture that we're looking at a sexy cat by any means. <laughs> He's wearing slacks. You don't know what's underneath all that fur. It is a tall human being with slacks, like Savannah pointed out. They've got fur mittens on, a whole fur long sleeve shirt, and this very eerie cat mask that looks very realistic. I would say um, the idea behind this, I would agree with you that people are going to be dressing as this. This particular costume would terrify people and not in like the way that you want to on Halloween, like in a weird way. So I don't think people would wear this particular costume that we're looking at, but I do think the premise behind it, yes, I agree with you on that. In the 1920s, we also started seeing more pranksters around the neighborhood, which is when trick-or-treating and haunted houses really started to come into play. So moving on to the 1930s, box costumes or store-bought costumes were popping up, but they were really expensive during the Great Depression. So many families made costumes out of what they could find in their homes. Costume ideas started to expand to involve characters that kids might know, like Mickey Mouse. So I would like to, the picture that we're looking at is a mummy. 
<laughs> um, do you see that on there, Savannah? Yeah, it looks like duct tape. This it is person. a sheet in duct tape. <laughs> a sheet of duct tape. And they have black lipstick around the mouth, nose, and eyes. It's, it's so scary. Very terrifying. <laughs> this looks like out of a horror movie. It really does. No. Do you think somebody would wear this? As a mummy, for sure. But as this particular guy, this should have been on the Scary Clowns episode. Because this is he's got his face all marked up like a clown. He does. It's really just unsettling. Zero out of ten. Okay. <laughs> 1940s uh, paper mache masks were becoming a whole thing, and they were creepy. So in here we have a picture of children paper macheing a f- mask onto another child, which is another horror movie scene. Savannah, paper mache masks. What do you think? This girl's way too much into it, by the way. Um, she's like, I've got a death grip on this kid's face. She does. Um, paper mache mask? I don't think so. I think we do more plastic now. So I would say no, no yeah. paper mache. The 1950s costumes are becoming more affordable in stores, causing more kids to dress up. Also, costumes start to become influenced by cultural events. So the image that we're looking at here is a Russian soldier. And so somebody is dressed up as a Russian soldier and another person is dressed up as the Sputnik satellite that was launched. 10 out of 10 for creativity. I don't know. Yeah. (laughs) For sure. About cultural events. I would say yes, for sure. I feel like we still do that now and people are still dressing that way. So I would say yes on this costume. Okay. Yeah. I would say yes to cultural events that people are still dressing up this way. No to this specific costume. I don't think people... Maybe once in a blue moon, somebody would wear that, but I don't think it's going to be a common costume you see rolling around in 2022. All right. The 1960s, more detailed masks are affordable and accessible in stores. So Savannah, are you looking at the picture of the frightened girl? She's jumping. Her hair has got volume. I was about to say, that thing's got She's got to be jumping, right? She's got to be. I don't know. Or that's a lot of hairspray. Yeah. But there's Um. a, a young boy in a devil or devil mask it looks like it's a red mask it's got fangs it's really weird looking i would say for sure i feel like people still wear scary masks yeah i would say a lot of costumes have stood the test of time because you're saying yes to a lot of these right see how much cultural influence costumes have through the decades we're still wearing stuff from the 50s and 60s yes 1970s music and film culture began to heavily influence costumes rock bands like kiss and movies such as star wars were every kid's dream costume also presidential masks were really big iconically the richard nixon mask so i did not grow up in the 1970s but if you did let us know if you remember this mask savannah have you heard anything about this mask i've seen it for sure he's got like a huge nose and really big eyebrows but i've seen it but yes if you have seen this costume please let us know yeah let us know if it's really as big as they hyped it up in this article that we read Sexy costumes for women were also starting to become more of a thing. So think of like the Playboy bunny. Um, But right now we're looking at a picture, not of a Playboy bunny, of a little kid, a little boy who is dressed as a Kiss rock star band member. 
He That's looks the way so I serious. describe it. He's the one with the star around his eye. Yes. And not Gene Simmons. Not Gene Simmons. He's got white face with a black star on his eye. Lips. He's got huge. He's got lips. <laughs> lips. Um, and he's got his t-shirt on. So he's just, he put in about 50% effort. <laughs> but I yes. was still Where's saying, the wig? Yeah, exactly. I mean, you don't even have a guitar. I'm not convinced. <laughs> Um, Go buy a whole brand new guitar. <laughs> then we're talking. I'd say yes. We still wear costumes like this, especially Star Wars and President Mask and more of those sexy costumes. But I would say for sure. I would just yeah. put in a little bit more effort. So this kid was in the 1970s. He's still around. Put in more effort. <laughs> if you're listening to this little kid that's dressed as Kiss, put in more effort right now. <laughs> 2022, I want to see it redone but better. 1980s superheroes are taking over the costume culture. Is that really Batman out at night or just small children playing pretend? There's also <laughs> a takeover of slasher movies like Michael Myers happening at this time. So gruesome and gory costumes were making themselves prevalent. Now that's what I'm talking about. We need the yes. slashers. We need the scary stuff. And it's yes. Batman's man. So I mean, we're you looking, put in more effort. Yeah. We're looking at a picture of a little boy wearing a trash bag that looks like it has a Batman label printed on of it. And then um, a Batman mask. I know. And this other kid's wearing a coat. I mean, not even <laughs> really dedicated to being the thing from Fantastic Four. Unacceptable. Um, no. More effort. You don't, you don't think people are going to be wearing this today? I, just, I mean, yeah. I feel like people are going to wear Batman costumes, but try better just do better oh your no is them for them to do better yes okay yes i understand what you're saying now <laughs> all right moving up to the 1990s the oj simpson trial happened in 1995 so the costume of oj and judge lance ido took over american society we also have a heavy pop culture influence happening um at this time like fresh prince of bel-air's Space Jam and the Spice Girls. So we're looking at a costume of OJ with this judge, and there's a, a lot of mask action happening. <laughs> These yes, masks are creepy. They're handcuffed together. It's a beautiful thing. Which Spice Girl do you think you would have been in the 1990s? Oh man, what a great question. What what's the one with the red hair? We have Ginger Sporty Spice. Ginger Spice, that's her name. <laughs> <laughs> we have a Sporty Spice. Scary Spice, Posh Spice. There's like the Baby Spice. What's the one we're missing? Shoot. I'm looking at it right now. Members. Leader mm. Spice. I did find it. I found the solution to our five-minute question. It's Posh so, Spice. Posh Spice. No, it's not Posh Spice. The we ginger have, one. It is Ginger Spice. It, shut up. Is it really Ginger yes, Spice? I was. <laughs> I was spot on. There's... Baby spice, sporty spice, ginger spice, scary spice, and posh spice. Um, I feel like I would be ginger spice. That's who I would want to be. Or maybe scary spice. I think she's awesome. Would you want to be? I would want to be. Did you see their movie? No, they have a movie. Oh my gosh, they have a movie. It's great. I cannot remember for the life of me what the name of it is, but my sister Veronica and I would watch it growing up all the time. It was so good. They even like met aliens in it. It was amazing. God, what an iconic gem that I have not even watched. Unacceptable. You need to watch it. What Spice Girl would you be? I want to be Scary Spice, but maybe I I wouldn't even be Posh Spice. I give up. 
scary. I'd be scary, scary spice. All right. Uh, moving on to the 2000s, the early 2000s. Um, the most popular costumes were Austin Powers, which is just a great costume altogether. Absolutely. Hannah Montana. I mean, how more iconic can you get? You could be Hannah. You could be Montana. You could be Miley her. Cyrus. <gasps> or Miley Stewart. Miley Stewart. And then you put them together and it's the best of both worlds. Yes. I had a Hannah Montana wig growing up because I wanted to be just like Hannah Montana. So I, I get the craze. Best friend necklace and he put the oh hearts together and I got to be Hannah and my friend Hannah got to be Montana. You stole the show really there. <laughs> <laughs> um, we also have Spider-Man and Harry Potter characters. Makes sense. Harry Potter's great. Absolutely. Um, the 2010s Game of Thrones characters, specifically Jon Snow, Anna and Elsa from Frozen, really any Disney princess, and Donald Trump. Wow. Um, Did you dress as any of those <laughs> in the 2010s? I don't think so. I didn't dress as any of those in the 2010s. I didn't either. I was mostly a witch for most of that decade. <laughs> I love that for you. <laughs> witch all decade long. The 2020s squid game characters, this and like the statue specifically, you know, the red light statue. Or the the creepy doll one. Yeah, the creepy doll one. It's like yeah. red light. Green light. Creepy. Um, Harley Quinn. Chucky was also a notable mention in the article that I read. Like the scary but, doll Chucky? Yes, the scary okay. doll Chucky. Creepy. Ooh. And according to the Denver channel, the most popular costume of 2021 was a witch. I'm so glad is, I fit the theme for the previous decade. You did. You definitely did. And that's so interesting because rag witches were like, was the start, you know, like of the 1910s. So I think that's an awesome full circle. I love that. Yes. Well, today, I think it's safe to say that Halloween costumes are totally commercialized. We see constant marketing for these outfits, and it's all about who has the best, most extravagant, and even sometimes the sexiest costume. As you're putting together your costume for this year's festivity, think about the roots of these ensembles. Would your costume ward away evil spirits from beyond the grave, or would you blend in with the spirits? And be able to cause mayhem to all of your friends. So I am um, going to wear a costume to the wedding. Is that what this whole episode <laughs> was about? Is that our wrap-up discussion? It's our wrap-up discussion. I feel yes. like I should definitely be a rags witch um, or Austin Powers for this wedding. <laughs> if you, I feel like Austin Powers is the call for sure for the wedding. What a way to make a statement at a wedding. I know. I just want to feel seen. You know, it's not my day. It's all of our day. Yes. I was thinking about this, you know, and I just, I think it should be known that it would be rude and offensive to the pagans if you did not dress up the penguins? in a costume. <laughs> the pagans. Is it pagans? The pagans. The pagan culture. The pagans. pagan culture. Pegging pagan culture. <laughs> Why not say right? You're saying pagan. What is it? Hey, pagan. I thought this is what I was saying. Pagan. <laughs> am I not? Am I still saying it wrong? I feel like pagan. haunted pussy would really fit into the, <laughs> the pagan the pagan culture. Pagan culture. <laughs> It'd be rude to those Celtic 
ancestors if you didn't dress up in a Halloween costume before the wedding? I don't want to be offensive at the wedding. I feel like I should just do it. I feel like you should too, unless you want to chance not being, you know, unless you want a chance being taken over by evil spirits is basically what I'm trying to say. Cause you won't be able to ward I them mean, off. That's for sure. I well, have learned sorry, a lot. No. Good. I'm glad. I have also learned a lot. It was really interesting to break down like who started the costumes and what they were specifically used for. You know, I kind of always had this idea in my head of like what the origin of Halloween costumes, their purpose was, Mm -hmm. but it was really cool to like see the actual history behind it and um, that they were kind of used for what I thought they were used for. This episode is just a PSA to everyone who hasn't started thinking about their costumes to hurry the hell up because we only have 76 days till Halloween. Yes, (laughs) only 76 days. Only. Get your ass in your closet and come up with anything you can. Hobby Lobby, Michaels, Home Goods, everyone's got their Halloween shit out. It's time for you to get your Halloween shit out. Spirit Halloween. Do you have one there? A Spirit Halloween? Yeah. Is it already out? Absolutely, I do have a Spirit Halloween. I love Spirit Halloween. Shit. I feel like we, Evansville's got to get their stuff together. Come on, guys. Where's the pop up Halloween stores? Yes, we need them. Well, thank you for joining us and learning about the origin of Halloween costumes. Remember to follow us on Instagram for regular updates on the show and subscribe to our podcast. Also, if you liked this episode, if you liked our first episode, if you want to see more and hear more, give us a rating or review on Apple Podcasts and Spotify. Until next time, we will see you later. Bye.